You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Yo. Yo, it's time to talk that sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. Tackle this beat, don't ever count us out, cause we always kicking out. We go raw for the people and put the smack down on the street. New desperados in town, we going all elite. Mess around, got a triple double on them. Something like OG slam ducking on them. We got what you want, we got what you need. We bringing the heat. You wanna talk this and that, but we want that Hall of Fame stack. You always see us swinging for the fences. So watch out, ladies and gents, cause we hit the last strategy section. And you know we gonna keep you guessing. Tag teaming on these haters, sending up blessings. We gonna keep praying for you, cause you know that old saying, don't hate the player, hate the game. See, that's the thing that separates us. We're on that road to greatness, and ain't no stopping us. We them go-getters and we gonna go get it Shutting it down like a no-hitter With three balls and two strikes, two away We throwing that splitter, you never seen it coming Something like an arcade, whoa We gonna keep the crowd jumping And if you ain't down with that, we got four words for you Cause it's Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man Again, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time. It is time for Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. As always, this is Big Man, and joining me, as always, is Cooper. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good, brother. How you doing? I'm sleepy. I'm sleepy, not going to lie. Sleepy, I'm not going to lie. Yes. But I'm excited because we got some ball night talk to talk yes, about. Yes, we got some basketball tonight, Woo! people. Let's do this. Time to talk about that big orange ball that we bounce up and down the court. Uh-uh. Anyway, NBA, baby. Woo, man. I wish we could have Curtis, uh, Curtis Flo's uh, basketball is my favorite sport playing while we're doing this. 
<laughs> Basketball. Okay, all right. Don't sing no more before we get sick. <laughs> right. All right. Let's get into some off-season news. Um, basically, the preseason has kicked off. It kicked off two days ago, to be exact. Uh, preseason basketball. But the off-season still had some very good little final tidbits before we got really into uh, the preseason. Um, and we do have one more thing of note to point out later on in the episode. We'll give you that. Just a little preview on what still could happen before the season starts. So, brother, are you ready? Let's do this. First up, we have LeBron James signs a two-year, $85 million extension with the Los Angeles Lakers on December 2nd. This did come as a bit surprised by the experts who were predicting that LeBron James would keep his current deal that had an opt-out for next offseason, which he would use to try to help bring in a third superstar to the Lakers. LeBron James has since stated that the contract coincides with LeBron James Jr., Bronny, for those who also know him as that, turning 18. It has been widely speculated that the NBA may be willing to end the one-and-done rule that was implemented in 2005 that forced athletes to be 19 years of age or one year removed from their high school graduating class. This forced a lot of top athlete, high school athletes to attend college for at least one year. If the rule is removed and returned to the age requirement back to age 18, Bronny would then be eligible to play in the league with his dad for at least one year. LeBron James himself stated that it could be with or against his son, depending on what is best for Bronny, though James admitted too that he could also hang up his sneakers at that time to fo- help focus on his son's potential career. Cooper, your thoughts on LeBron's extension? Uh, yeah, man, I think I think it's great. I think it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get LeBron James for another two years, and uh, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen with Bronny, dude? Uh, yeah. I, I, I kind of... Either way, I like this idea because, you know, if you want to go to college, that's cool. But if you don't want to and you got the talent, come, come show up. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I believe that's the way they've been doing it for years. And yeah. here recently they changed the rules with it and made people go, like you said, one and done. Yep. And uh, I, I think it's time to go back to the, the old school way of doing things mm. and, uh, you know... We'll see what he does. Yeah. Um, in recent years, we have noticed, though, that we've had an influx of actual students who are eligible for college decide to go the professional overseas route, which is basically because they don't have an age requirement. As you, we, we all know, a uh, prime example is Luka Donich. Um, when he was playing, he was 16 when he joined the national team. So he's been a professional, even though he's only 22 for six years professional. Yeah. So he had at least three years under his belt overseas. He ended up getting a couple more because this was um, his most, re- you know, his I believe his second season. So obviously being 22, he was over uh, there until 20. I'm just saying, though, we've seen them taking that route. And even this past year, we had players actually opting for the G League option, which is a guaranteed amount of money here in the United States and a chance to just develop and then enter so, the draft. So, yeah, too, maybe with the Rona going around. This gives younger players an option to actually join the league and actually play at a younger age. Mm-hmm. Because with Rona, we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, it makes it more eligible for younger players to actually be like, oh, well, I don't have to go overseas to play. So this, mm-hmm. this works out for them. So that's cool. Yeah, absolutely. 
So it'll be interesting to, ha- to see what happens um, by the time we get around to the end of LeBron's contract. Speaking of Laker contract extensions, Ooh. or technically, this is technically a re-signing only because he opted out of his contract, but it didn't take long after LeBron's contract extension to get word that Anthony Davis signing a new five-year, $195 million max deal to stay with those Lakers. The deal is a four-in-one deal, meaning that after four years, Davis does have an option to opt out and either re-sign again for another max for, or become a free agent. I meant max deal. Um, again, the experts believe that this was more likely that uh, Davis would sign a one-in-one deal where he could opt out again after this season with LeBron in hopes of luring a third superstar. However, it had been reported that Davis, knowing his injury history, wanted to the, wanted the guaranteed money and security that comes with it. This will all uh, this will start fully becoming Davis's team as LeBron has made it clear that he will be pushing for Davis to get the bulk of the offense. Cooper, your thoughts as we keep AD for at least four more years? Man, I love this. I love it, and I think he's all in with the Lakers. I don't think it has anything to do with injuries. Mm-hmm. I don't think it has anything to do with money. I mean, I think it's for the passion of the game, dude. Yeah. When you get a good group of of players around each other and. I mean, we used to see it with, with Jordan, Scottie Pippen, and, and, you know, Dennis Rodman and, and them guys. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? When you get a good, good group of ball players together, right? I mean, it's just, it's glorious, dude. So, I mean, I think he knows the option is, for him, it's it, it's in his best interest to stay where he's at. Absolutely. So, there you go. It is. All right, so... We're going to move on, and we're going to talk about some Houston Rockets. Mm. One of the Houston Rockets players got their way recently as Russell Westbrook was traded from Houston to Washington in exchange for John Wall and a lottery-protected pick in 2023. Honestly, to me, though, the Wizards actually won this deal. Even though John Wall was beloved in the D.C. area by fans with all of his community work, he has been injured quite often and has missed the last two years due to injury. Westbrook has been injured, but they were manageable enough to play through them. Will Westbrook and Bill B have better chemistry than Westbrook and <clears throat> James Harden? Only time will tell. Yeah, definitely I agree with that, dude. Uh, Westbrook to me is kind of a he's kind of a ball hog, so we'll we'll see what happens. Um, if he can be more of a team player, it might work out, but mm-hmm. I doubt it. Yeah, that tends to be the problem. He is very ball-dominated. Um, what what at least is nice is, though, he, we don't have two ball-dominant players on the same team anymore, which yeah, is what we had yeah. in James Harden and Westbrook. Yeah. So Beal is not ball-dominant. He doesn't need the ball in his hands all the time. He's a great catch-and-shoot guy. He's a great slasher. He does a lot of things really, really well where he doesn't need to have the ball in his hands to do them. Yeah. So that actually will help, I that believe, helps a little bit better. his game, too. Yeah. So I believe that helps benefit them in that way. Uh, and we know Westbrook, even though he is considered ball dominant, before he went to Houston, the dude averaged three straight years of triple doubles, and one of those categories for that triple double was assists. So it's not like he doesn't pass the ball. Yeah. We know he does. It's just the fact that last year you just had two guys who were ball dominant. And it's hard when you have two guys that are ball dominant. You basically need one, basically your point guard, and then everybody else to play off of that. True, true. So, so it's going to be interesting to see. Um, like I said, like I like I said, I felt the Wizards really won this deal because you get a more healthy 
um, player considerably than yeah, in Westbrook than you do in very Wall. much so. Yeah, um, Wall really needed the fresh start. You know, like I did say, um, it's been noted that he's been beloved in that community in the DC area. He's always been behind certain projects and all that. So his leadership and community leadership is going to be missed. But by the team itself directly, it gave him a bad deal. His body kind of gave out on him, and you got kind of got a good player out of it so it worked out for him i think yeah plus your pick is lottery protected so in to our dc fans there you go what's up welcome russell westbrook yeah. to the to the wizards you guys you got a little bit more work to do but it's starting to look like maybe something might start happening in uh with the wizards so we'll see all right man speaking of the rocket still in that man we mentioned before james harden uh, James Harden is still requesting a trade. His preference is to team up with Kevin Durant and Kyrie, Ir- Kyrie Irving in Brooklyn. However, Houston will want either Durant or Irving in the trade, not just role players that Brooklyn would be willing to part with, plus possibly some first-round picks. Uh, there has not been any indication that Brooklyn will be willing to do that. Harden has recently said that he would be open to going to the Sixers or another contender. The question then became uh, would become if the Sixers would be willing to either give up Joel Embiid or Ben Simmons, as well as some role players and picks. Again, only time will tell that scenario. And then I just found out the uh, just the other day because I wrote this a little bit, so we had a heads up on what was going on. But the list of teams that Harden also would approve includes now Miami and Milwaukee. Cooper, your oh, thoughts on man. James Harden holding the Rockets hostage in this trade craziness? It, it, it sucks for them because, you know, he's like, he's their guy now. And they, yeah. they got rid of Westbrook. Harden is the guy. Mm-hmm. He, uh, but, I mean, you can't really keep a player if he doesn't want to be kept. Yeah. So, I mean, you can, but it's going to be, there's going to be tension in the locker room and it's not going to be... A good situation for the player or the organization. So, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, but that's 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 some teams there to be throwing out there. I mean, can you imagine Harden on the Miami Heat? Yeah, I know, right? Um, also, I forgot to mention, though, uh, the Miami Heat has said that they do have a little bit of interest in this possibly happening. And a lot of people were saying Tyler Hero would be untouchable, but it's actually been stated that he actually is not untouchable. Oh, man. Well, so. yeah, little Chihuahua snarl. Yeah, little Chihuahua. The dude's got good range, though, from three. He's he pretty does. good. He but does. the little Chihuahua snarl needs to stop. <laughs> I'm sorry. That that reminded me of, like, some McLovin stuff, dude. Like, okay. this is why white dudes get picked on all the time. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, also, I was going to say that I've, I've watched Colin Coward, um, PTI, Around the Horn, and some of the experts are actually saying, though, the Houston Rockets have done everything in their power, basically bending to James Harden's will for, for these past, like, seven years that he's been on the team to try to build some team that could contend for a title. Around and it, him. Around yeah. him. And they... Ask him for his opinion on what this, this, that, and the other, and nothing's worked. So, at what point do you realize the common denominator is actually the one that's the world that's technically in control? Yeah. And hard. You need to start thinking about maybe go ahead and moving on from him. I understand that you don't want to because he is a superstar, he's a draw, but at the same time, you get, you're already in draft capital hell, hell because you gave up everything to get Westbrook. True. You basically gave up the farm. 
some of your good prospects so you can dump Chris Paul's contract on the <laughs> on OKC to get Westbrook. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. They yeah. got rid of Howard. They've gotten rid of Clint Capella. They've gotten rid of good talent. It's just I don't know. You're you're just kind of SOL. I understand. In my opinion. I understand with that. Yeah, I do agree with you. If he's not happy, man, they need to do something about it because it's like, like I said, you can't keep someone that doesn't want to stay. It's just going to cause tension. And yeah. obviously there's been some tension for some time. So right. it, you're right, maybe. So. But I do understand where they're coming from, too. They don't want to just get rid of him for nothing either. That, too. They want to get the best deal. Yes. So the more teams he adds to his list that he's approving, the more you can make a market, the more you can make a competitive market, the more they'll be in demand. Therefore, a better deal should present itself at some point, which is why they may not trade him until the trade uh, deadline. Oh, yeah, because, you know, they, they've got to get the best deal out of the situation because they're the ones that's going to have to rebuild completely. Yeah. So. So yeah. it'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens there. All right, we're gonna switch gears and talk about another contract extension. Let's do it. Paul George has been extended by the Los Angeles Clippers uh, to the tune of five years, one hundred ninety-five million dollars. This now cancel out cancels out his player option for next offseason. This move puzzled actually some of the experts that seen um, seen that George had a regular that's supposed to be regular season below his standards and did poorly in the playoff bubble. Though it could be assumed that since the Clippers gave up so many assets, it was better for them to um, for them long-term not to potentially lose him for free. Though some experts do believe that after the team moved on from Montrez, Her- Montrez Harrell, that their locker room chemistry should be actually improved because Harrell was one of the ones that didn't like the fact that Paul George and Kawhi Leonard basically ran the team and they were just along for the ride. Well, I'm sorry. It sounds like somebody's a wee bit jealous. It's your game isn't as good as theirs? Come on, now. Well, I mean, Harold's now a Laker, so... Well, still. I mean, what I'm saying is it's... It's... You have to give and take with those games. It is a team effort, and sometimes, yeah, there are better players than you. And, and sometimes, guys, I know how we are. We have egos, and... Sometimes we can't put the egos on the back burner, but for the good of the team, I think sometimes you really have to. Well, a lot of the problem was those reports were coming out that like Kawhi lived in San Diego, would have to fly into Los Angeles, either via plane or helicopter, was always late to practice, late to meetings because of all this problems. I'm not exactly sure about Paul George, but basically he was with Kawhi. Yeah. So he was missing. They were missing practices yeah, because they didn't want to practice. They, were, they so, wasn't practicing. So and they his, his thought of team is weren't they holding? Weren't they holding him out during games and stuff yeah, like that too? Yeah. So yeah. It's, so his his thought of team is everybody should be on the same page doing the yeah, same thing at the same accountability. I get yeah. it. Yeah. So. so it's not it's not just the fact that obviously he's the team leader now or supposed to be the team leader because he's better than me. He's also not putting in the work that I'm putting in. I guess then there's that. Isn't so. it? It's kind of how Harold felt. It's kind of it, so. it's kind of give and take with it though. Yeah. So because obviously they would have lived with it if it resulted in a championship, but since it didn't, animosity struck on that team. Pretty much, yeah. So we'll see what happens with that though. But uh, congratulations, to Paul George, on his extension. Money, money, money. Oh yeah, money, money. money, money. 
Anyway. It's always good, brother. Always good. Absolutely. All right, man. And finally, the last domino to fall has yet to do so. That's because there's still there is a deadline of December 21st for Giannis Antetokounmpo to sign a max deal with the Milwaukee Bucks. If he does not sign by then, he will play out the final year of his current contract and enter free agency next offseason. Some experts had speculated that the reason why Anthony Davis had yet to sign his contract with the Lakers was due in part of trying to find out what Giannis was doing. Uh, after Davis had signed, has signed his, it seems to indicate that Davis and Clutch Sports, the agency he is with, must have heard it. Uh, must have heard about it being a matter only a matter of time that Giannis was about to sign a max deal to stay with the Bucks. However, reported on December 9th, Giannis is not focusing on his contract. Rather, he is focusing on improving his game to become an all-round better player to take his team further into the playoffs. Though these statements are what you would actually expect from players, and we could be hearing something by the deadline officially. Oh, don't you love this time of year? All the rumors, all the speculation. Mm -hmm. It it makes for good sports talk. I'll tell you that, man. Yes, it does. It definitely does. So, yeah, I mean, Giannis, dude, I mean, what do you think? Do do you think he stays with the Bucks? Do you think he... Do you think he finishes out his contract and then goes into the free agency? I mean, because honestly, I mean, you go into the free agency, you can get a better deal somewhere else. But the Bucks are almost on the brink of actually doing something. Yeah. So it's kind of like, what does the man do? Yeah. Uh, well, the thing for him, though, the way the NBA has it structured now, based off the last bargaining agreement... He's going to get more money if he stays in Milwaukee. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it makes sure that the home team, your drafted team, can pay you the most. So that way it's more tempting for you to stay. Um, but I don't. where do you go, though, if you do leave? If, if you don't make it to the finals, you don't win the championship, whatever, whatever your own personal goal is, because they also say we're not too worried about the NBA finals. You're worried about Everybody's worried about the NBA finals. Everybody's worried about Until the you get to a certain point where you're just like, you know what, this isn't our year. Yeah, it's not our year. <laughs> Unless you were Philadelphia from a few years back where it was never your year, yeah. it seemed like, uh, until it finally became their year. But So where do you go? Some people were like, well, you could go down to Miami. You could... But again, I don't see him fitting properly in Miami. Because the best thing for him would be, obviously, as a power forward slash wing guy, but he has no outside game. So that's not good. Um, The only thing that does help him is he does play defense. So that's actually kind of helpful. All this is speculated. Well, maybe he'll go to Golden State. Again... That might actually that one I think would actually work better that because be you have fun. two outside shooters yeah. in Clay Thompson. Hopefully, for the love of God, please Clay Thompson come back healthy. The league is not the same without Clay Thompson. Sorry, it's just uh, not. I know love- some people are like, well, he's not a superstar. Yeah, but he's the three point assassin. I'm sorry. <laughs> Clay Thompson is a superstar. Well, I mean, you're just saying some there and some out there. Yeah, I know the, the the naysayers. Yeah. The, the... But you know what? Yeah. I, I think he's awesome. So that's the only one I can actually see where he fits the because you have brothers. you have the two outside shooters. So you don't he doesn't need to be a third outside shooter. Yeah, he can actually improve he his mid range and inside. On the inside, he can yeah he's yeah. And he's then again, beast, he's a good dude. defender. So like I said, it's really going to depend. Excuse me. Honestly, um, tell you what though, I, I just the only thing I'm. 
I still don't see how you leave them walking because they're close. It's not like that's all I'm saying. They they're so close. It's yeah. kind of like, what does the man do? I mean, I understand thinking longevity wise of like, like do I get myself in with a better group of guys? Mm-hmm. But how long does that last? You know what I mean? Yeah. Milwaukee seems like they are actually about ready to start popping off, dude. Yeah. They they're they're building a team. You know, and they're they're doing a good job about doing it around him. Yeah. So, and you know what I like about Milwaukee is they're doing it with less money than other than other franchises. Yeah. So. There. I I think if I was actually honest though, I wouldn't sign my extension right now. I would just play out the season, mm-hmm. and then I would let Milwaukee know I want to come back. But let's say they didn't go to the finals. Let's say they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals and didn't make it. I tell them, I do want to come back. I do want to stay here. But I need you to show me one more time in this offseason. I'm giving you this amount of days before I'm starting to talk to other teams and be like, peace out. to Improve the team enough where I'm willing to stay. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And also, I just realized probably another good option, maybe think about it, I don't know, could be Brooklyn. I mean, if they don't get Harden and they have Kyrie, Katie, that's that's pretty sick. That's pretty, yeah, that's pretty badass, too. So. Yeah, I mean, you have two guys that are basically seven foot, one can play the post, Giannis, the other can play the wing, Katie, and then you have a really good ball handler in Kyrie. Yeah. That's pretty lethal. That is, that is that's a good that's a good uh so good little thing you got going there, brother. I, I mean, like the way your mind thinks. Yeah, I mean so I mean and plus then it's New York. I mean come on. Yeah. That's what it is. It's it? Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Yeah. So Yeah, I mean so basically that's so um the only other thing I can honestly see is maybe well, I don't know how they'd work it out is a lot of people were trying to push him to the LA thing. I don't, to me, that's why I'm kind of also hesitant even about Brooklyn. He doesn't seem like he wants to be in the big market. I don't think he's not, I don't think he's scared of it. I think it's just because there's so many expectations and everybody's always in your face 24-7 in those cities. It's hard to hide. Yeah. I mean, it's really hard to hide. Somehow LeBron's managed to do it and AD's managed to do it, but most of the time it's hard to hide in Los Angeles. And unless and if you go to New York, you're definitely not hiding in New York. So it's it, like I said, it really is going to depend on what it's set. But like I said, I'd wait a year. I'd wait the year out, play it, tell them you have until this date. Obviously, you're they already know your agents are going to already be in talks with teams. But go, you got until this date to try to do something. Otherwise, I'm piecing out. Yeah. Yeah, I I like where your mind's going though with that Brooklyn thing. I'm like, yeah, that would be bad, dude. Because like again, he doesn't need to be a three point shooter. That's already taken care of by Katie and Kyrie. Yeah, so, so I'm just trying to figure out where he would fit. Those two, that one and uh, Golden State are the only two that I could see where he would fit because they already have the three point shooters necessary. They don't need him to be a three point shooting team. Where Milwaukee actually needs him to be a three point shooter right now. They need him to be. And he's, he's not. It's, and it's nothing bad. It's, it's not bad. He's a big dude. He's Usually big, dude. big dudes don't do that. Well, I mean, not everybody so, can be Dirk. Exactly. Not everybody's Dirk. Not everybody's Christoph Porzingis. Porzingis does it too. Not everybody can do that. They're Euro guys. So, basically, they did the fundamentals of basketball as Euro play, European players. And 
I understand Greek did it too, Giannis. I didn't. I didn't even talk to you. Wow, the phone's listening, brother. It's listening. I hadn't. It, I it didn't likes s- what you have to say, brother. Apparently. But I, and I understand he did this too in Greece, but I'm just saying because they were European, European basketball is more fundamental. Yeah. So you need to be able to shoot three. You need to be able to ball handle. You need to be able to play defense because that's how the Europeans do it. That's why they actually come over here and be successful. So Dirk always wasn't always seven foot. Christoph Porzingis always wasn't seven foot. So they had to shoot threes, and they grew up, got bigger, and they're like, oh, well, well, I can already shoot a three. I might as well just take advantage yeah, of the fact that I'm, it's just I can easier. shoot over it's anyone. It's easier because you can shoot over everybody. Yeah. So... so. I mean, and so obviously the Greeks national team didn't care that it couldn't shoot three, but I'm just saying. I'm nothing against Giannis because dude's an MVP, two-time MVP. You know, a lot of people say he's currently the best player right now. Proof is the MVPs. Some people buy MVPs as proof of current being the best. I don't, personally. I say the guy in L.A. who's been doing this the longest is right now the best player in basketball. Even though I know I hated him on him, I've only hated on him because he and, won. And no, listen, okay? Because me and big, me and big man, we've we've always hated on LeBron. Yep, always. And it's not. It's just because he's been just kind of this like. He's like a soap opera to watch. Yeah, he's just like so whiny sometimes, and like he. Like, to watch him, you know, tuss and fight with the refs all the time. <sighs> yeah. Throw his hands up in there and act like a big baby about shit. And, and when he was with the Cavaliers, we really hated him. Yeah. We really hated and, him. And, and Cooper can vouch for this. He watched me watch a couple games last year. And, and when Braun would circle around, I'm like, LeBron, I, I love that you came to the Lakers and I love my team, but that wasn't a foul quit whining. Yeah. Because I know, it's like, LeBron, you whine about everything. Dude, Stop. I love the expressions on his face, though. We're just like, oh, what? What? Me? Me? No. <laughs> Why didn't you call him that? Why didn't you call him that? <laughs> LeBron, you're 6'9", 270, and you freight trained him. <laughs> How am I supposed to call that? He's very entertaining. I will give him that. Like, I'm sorry, he's not too sad. It, it, it took us a while to get used to the way he does things. Yeah. But for a long time, we both hated on him. I so. respected his game. He always had game. Yeah, but yeah I just yeah. didn't care for that whiny crap. Yeah. And he still whines. And he's on my team. And I still, okay, stop whining. I don't care that you're on my team. Quit whining. <laughs> you're making us look bad. Right. I still want him to go to the gym and shoot about 500,000 freaking free throws until he can consistently make it at 80%. <laughs> Jerk. Getting tired of seeing that. I'm like, you have the six foot eleven Anthony Davis and he hits free throws like they're nothing. He, on the other hand, LeBron James, can barely make a free throw to save his life. I'm like, if I ever have to have a three throw shooting contest... Right. I'm doing it over LeBron because to save my own life, I ain't having him do shit. <laughs> like you want to go have a dunking contest, LeBron? I need you, but free throw shooting contest, give me the ball. <clears throat> I'm gonna do it myself. I went on a random tangent and realized we're over thirty minutes. <laughs> yes, you did, brother. I'm sorry. That was it. But it's been very fun, and we Absolutely. 
We are seeing we're getting many views, and we are very grateful for every one of you. We are. We um, are eternally grateful. Continue listening. We're having fun with this. Share the podcast with your friends and yes, family who are sports You find us on Facebook, share it. Find us on TikTok, share it. Instagram, Twitter, anything, share it, please. Cooper Big Man on almost everything. There you go. Yep. Almost everything. Basically, sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. <sighs> you All good? right, you good, big man? I you am, look like you sleepy, brother. I'm sleepy. All right, I um, think it's time for us to sign off, peoples. Well, let's hold on. We gotta go. So, catch us Tuesday. We'll be talking about football. We had a great weekend of football. Yes, we did. Uh, let's see here. We had some upsets this weekend. Um, we had some surprising NFL games this weekend. Yes, too. we did. Uh, let's see here. Monday night, uh, football is Baltimore, Cleveland. That's going to be a fun one. Uh, so oh, catch yeah. us Tuesday when we talk football. Next Saturday as we preview the pay-per-view TLC. Oh, and not only that, but we get to talk about our meet and greet with Jeff, Jeff Hardy. Hardy. One half of the Hardy boys. On Thursday. That's going to be exciting. That's going to be awesome. It'll be cool if Matt showed up. And... Listen up, because I think we're going to be doing a special on our YouTube channel on that Saturday for that. So that we can do a slideshow of maybe you can see some photos with us with Jeff or Mm -hmm. whatever. And, you know, y'all get to maybe see us live, maybe, if you jump on our YouTube channel. (laughs) So, there you go. Let's see. So, yeah, so next Saturday will be uh, Wrestling Talk, of course, as always. And Sunday um, we got we got baseball. Yeah, Sunday we're gonna t- well Sunday's gonna be a mixture is gonna go back to uh, baseball basketball talk because because uh, we're drawing close we're drawing close to the beginning of the season. Uh, we might do a quick division by division breakdown. I think next Sunday um, when we talk about basketball, I think we'll just predict we'll just get predictions on each division and. Uh, well, guess who wins the championship? Start the year. See how well we do. You know who we're both gonna pick, right? Yes, but that's besides the point. We're, we so, don't, that, that, that. we're so biased. You are. Hey, so are you. I don't care. Uh, I don't care what y'all think. It is so, what it is. But we also talk about what happened in breaking news in Major League Baseball. We're not gonna do it tonight because otherwise we'd be here for another hour. So that's not happening. We'll talk about it next week. Um, and I'll try to keep my rant down to about 10 minutes. <laughs> there you go. Try. Try. Try very hard. Yeah, that's good. We're both kind of irritated about this, but it is what it is. It is what it is. It is yes. what it is. Our, our, new, our new saying, it is what it is. <laughs> We're like, hashtag sport, keep on talking sports. Hashtag, it is what it is. <laughs> All right, I'm getting too loopy for this, so we're signing off, man, because I am dead tired. Much love, everyone, and uh, continue listening, and remember, keep keep on on talking talking sports. sports.